I like our podcast cold like opens though. It's like teases everyone. Yes. So I'm always I, struggling to figure out what thing that I should use as well a cold open. Sabrina. Any this backwards? See what I did there? Hello, welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards. Today we are recapping House of Pest, House of Betrayal. First and foremost, send your voice memos in for like just our podcast ones. And also send in your, go fill out our form for the 10 year extravaganza gift we're trying to put together. It's Yes, deadline is December 26th. Okay, so let's just dive into the summary now. So we open with the always iconic intro. So, you know, we're almost to the end here, and I, like, only just, like, processed that they never do cold opens in this show. We always just go intro and then dive right back into the story. And I think it kind of would be fun if we did cold opens. Like, if we got, like, little bits of them, like, doing random stuff in the house or at school, and then you go into the story, but they didn't do that. Because they always have cliffhangers, so it would be kind of, like, jarring to have, like, a cold open and then be like, oh, yeah, this cliffhanger is <laughs> True, I guess that would be... <laughs> Don't they do cold opens in like season two, season three, or am I just imagining shit? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I remember ever imagining shit. Cold opening in the House of News in my life. Cold o- <laughs> we should not have done a cold opening for our podcast. We could have been on brand. <laughs> I like our podcast cold I opens, like though. It's like teases everyone. Yes. So I'm always I, struggling to figure out what thing that I should use as well as a cold open. I usually, the problem is I edit part one and I don't think about what should be the cold opening until I'm doing part two. And then usually I can't remember anything from part one and I'm not re-listening to part one because, you know, I've usually listened to it like four times at that point. So unless something really jumps out at me when I was editing part one, it's usually something from part two that I just think is stupid or funny. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Also, disclaimer, I think I said this on my Twitter, but, like, I don't know what's going on on Instagram. Some drama. I don't know. We're old, okay? Like, we don't know anything about this. So, I have nothing to do with this Instagram Jerome versus Eddie drama, even though we were hating on Jerome. I have no hate against Jerome's stands. Jerome's just pissing us off. We conveniently dropped it in the middle of drama. Sorry, guys. Um... Don't come. Just really bad timing. <laughs> yeah, love who you love. I don't care. Jerome sometimes pisses us off. It's not like Eddie never pisses me off, though Jerome probably pisses me off more than Eddie pisses me off. But either way, they're fictional characters. <laughs> All the characters. Um, it coming from the old fandom soul. Like I think again, coming from like an old fandom soul, especially someone who like used to actively make a ton of content for the show a lot. I used to make a lot of joy content, and a lot of people. Th- at the time, did not like Joy when I was making said content. So let me tell you, if you are someone who's making content, who's getting involved or your content's being dragged into drama, blocking people and deleting comments is the best way to, in my opinion, to handle things. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but... Just be nice. That's okay. all. Just be nice to everyone. Vibe. <laughs> be nice. Okay. The episode opens with Nina holding Corbier's head. Fabian grabs it from her and they are able to get it reattached. They are standing in the hall right outside Victor's office, and they manage to get into the girls' hallway before Victor can see them. Downstairs, Victor is opening a cage full of mice, telling them to make themselves at home. He tips the cage over, freeing them into the house. The next morning, Patricia and Nina are brushing their teeth. Nina isn't sure if the end clue means the, the search or the end of the clues. Amber says she didn't get a word of that, and Nina says she thinks it's the end of the clues. Patricia wonders if they'll what they'll do if there are no more clues. Amber hopes it doesn't lead to any more creepy stuffed animals. 
Downstairs, Elfie is surprised that Jerome still plans to meet with Rufus. Jerome says he has no choice. Elfie tells him to go into witness protection or change his face. Jerome says he'll need Elfie's help to get Rufus off his back or he'll need info. I said Elfie just telling Jerome to get a different face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and like Elfie's being so nice. I mean, not like nice, but he's, you know, helping Jerome being like, stay the F away from Rufus. Even though Jerome has been treating him like crap all this time. so Not that they should get, like, the teachers involved and, like, they clearly shouldn't trust the teachers. But, like, tell the, the teachers! teachers. Tell, yeah. like, tell Trudy, like, this creepy man keeps following me and she she can get, like, Victor and Mr. Sweet involved. Does like, that not mean the teachers know that, like, Rufus is shady? Like, the teachers don't like Rufus, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think if they were to tell well, the teachers about Rufus, they would 100% help Jerome because they don't want they don't Rufus like to do anything bad to the students or to them, or, like, they just need Rufus well, like, to go away. Know, like, Rufus had Patricia, and they tried to help her with that. So, like, why don't they just be like, Victor, hey, like, Rufus is back now. He's, like, after Jerome. We don't know why. Yeah, the teachers are shady, but, like, I don't think they actively want the students to be, like, dead or hurt. So I feel like they step in and they don't like Rufus and they know Rufus is up to no good and Rufus straight kidnapped Patricia and they had to go get her. So yeah, um, just tell somebody at this point. I don't know. There are ways they could have, I think Victor, like the teachers don't know Alfie's involved, right? They just think it's like Nina, Nina, Fabian, and Amber, I think. Nina, Fabian, and Patricia, they like haven't really bugged Amber <laughs> Oh, I think they thought it was Amber, but then they're like, no, 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 she's too dumb. They they definitely think Patricia's involved. Well, she got kidnapped, so I would hope they think she's involved. Yeah. (laughs) There's things I could have... Anyways. Upstairs, Amber's screaming about a mouse. In the kitchen, Trudy is on the counter yelling about one under the sink. And how there are two more in the cupboard. Elfie jumps onto the counter as well. Jerome goes to investigate, and Trudy says they can smell our fear. There is one running across the table as Nick and Mara try to eat. Trudy tells him to get Victor. Jerome traps one under a colander. Okay, fun fact. One of the times we went live um, on Insta, or we were getting ready to go live, Anya brought a mouse onto my bed, and I nearly died. I was, like, facing yeah, guys, and I was, like, trying to stay very calm. Because y'all did not need to hear me scream. Also, my mom's, like, terrified of mice. I'm scared of them, too. But, like, the thing is, like, because my mom is more scared of them than I am, I have to, like, put on this front that I'm not, like, I'm going to freak out. So it was really great that Anya brought me one. It was not alive. So I'm, like, very calmly trying to get up from my bed. And I, like, basically barrel roll it out to the barn to, like, tell my dad to, like, come get it. Um, I would have lost it. <laughs> You're very brave. So those are gonna. It's basically the apocalypse. Oh, Trudy, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's coming. Yeah, if this whole situation was happening, I I would be Trudy. I would be the one standing on the counter, being like, "There are mice." Like, I've had. So I live in Florida, so I haven't had any mice problems here. But I did last year have a frog problem where frogs kept getting into my room in the middle of the night, and I would like freak out every time it happened because i'd wake up in the middle of the night and they'd be on the wall oh my God. and i was trudy it was horrible um so. i'm very glad i live on a third story apartment <laughs> <That's magic. laughs> no creatures in my apartment so far if they walk up three flights of stairs then i'll be uh impressed with them so it's fine. 
So I said Amber was like I think in the shower, but her hair was like braided, but like down braided. So I said, "Does Amber shower with her hair in braids?" I was gonna say having her hair up in like a bun or out of her face. Maybe she like that, twists them yeah. up once she's like actually in the shower because she was like just getting ready for the shower. Maybe because I don't think she's taking a pull out shower washing her hair to get ready for school. No, but like. If she wears her hair in braids and gets in the shower, she's going to get her hair wet. Mm-hmm. Maybe less so, but it's still going to get wet. So she put put it up in a bun or something, or unless she just like was about to get in the shower and didn't put it up yet. Because she was in a robe, obviously. She wasn't like... <laughs> <laughs> Amber was in a robe, everybody. Also, was this in the intro or something? Because I said this is an iconic Alfie moment. I think like... like Alfie's like, counter. Maybe. Doing... I- I'm doing hand motions. Y'all can't see me again. <laughs> he was like you're climbing on the counter. Maybe you were like also Alfie being afraid of mice is iconic. I don't know. No, it's definitely like a moment there is either like was in the intro of House of the Nubis, like in the theme song, or like it was a gift that was really popular or something, because it's like a very vivid image in my mind that like when it happened, I was like Alfie sitting on the counter, like swatting at the mice with the colander and everything in his hands, like is iconic in my mind. Was it maybe it was a gift? I don't remember I don't though. <laughs> At the school, Mrs. Andrews says there is a problem with mice in Anuba's house, and the school will be providing temporary accommodations in the main building. Fabian says he thinks it's strange all the mice are white. Nina asks if they can go get their stuff. Mrs. Andrews says Trudy will bring them some of their things, and they're going to get takeout as a treat. Nina says Nina says quiet, like quietly to Fabian, they're going to find the puzzle pieces when they search the place. Um, I want to know why they announced this to the entire class. Why not, like, keep the Anubis residents after to tell them the stuff? Yeah, like, once again, the other houses are probably like, God, like, it's always the Anubis kids. Like, what the heck is happening in that house? <laughs> Living their lives. They're not in the play. They don't have mice in their house. Like, They're not the main character. <laughs> Willow tried really hard. To- Willow tries really hard and becomes one, and I'm very proud of her for that. Like, Willow was, like, spent, like, all kinds of years of her life like listening to Anubis House like have so much entertainment and she was like I really need to move to the house also Mick was so excited to get takeout and he was like doing like this little like wave or like happy dance on his seat and I'm just like with a soccer ball (laughs) me at work when my coworkers go over the walkie and say my food's been delivered I also definitely had this moment as a GIF that I used a lot on oh. Tumblr as like a reaction GIF because I like it lives rent free in my mind. <laughs> I just said I bet because the, the teachers were like, "Oh, we're gonna check your room to make sure you have no like secret snacks." And I said, "I bet Mick has a secret snack stash." Yeah, he probably does. Also, I think protein bars and stuff. Brain cells to Fabian for being like those are pet mice. I mean, Mick did show up to Patricia's room after she had that nightmare that one time with the banana. I don't know if he went late and detoured through the kitchen to bring a snack. Or... He like, was like, I'll bring a banana and offer it to her, but then it went, if she says no, I can eat it. <laughs> I, like, maybe like, they all wake up and they're like, oh no, what's going on in Patricia's room? And they're like, Mick just grabs a banana from like, <laughs> under the bed. It's like, I'm actually kind of hungry. <laughs> after school, Jerome is going to meet Rufus. Jerome tells Rufus that Sabuna has a bottle of elixir hidden somewhere and that they have these weird little objects that are clues to the treasure. Rufus tells Jerome he has 24 hours to bring him one of the clues or the elixir. elixir. Otherwise, he'll mummify Jerome alive. Jerome says he will get him something. I didn't write this, but I had put it in my OG notes. 
um, Jerome's saying elixir in his like British accent. <laughs> I guess I said that Jerome goes after this at least somewhat makes sense that Rufus just threatened to murder him if he didn't get him info. True. Yeah, this is pretty intense. But once again, they should have told someone. <laughs> like again, Jerome could have like Alfie could have even like told Jerome to like tell a teacher like. Hey, this man is, like, after me suddenly. Oh, my God. They all are, like, sus of the teachers, which, like, is fair, but, like, the teachers are like, like, the teachers don't think Jerome is involved. Yeah. Like, like, why? There are boys who could have protected himself. I think, like, Victor could have, like, followed, like, been, like, but I guess if they say, like, Rufus is following him. They'd have no way of, like, getting in contact with Rufus. Because every time, like, they've met, it's been Jerome, like, specifically getting in touch with him. True. I just think there are ways this entire thing could have been avoided. We need it for the drama. (laughs) So Rufus can show up to the prom. (laughs) He showed up at the party, but nobody wanted him. The kids are in the drama room setting up cots. Nina says Victor is going to tear the place apart. Trudy says it's exciting. It's like a camping trip. Um, Mara and Mick walk in and she suggests she and Mick set up together and Trudy says, it's not prom night. Boys will stay in the attached classroom and the ladies will stay in the drama room. Trudy asks Nina if she has everyone's food orders. Alfie gets and Alfie gets stuck in the cot that he's trying to set up. Okay, this is kind of irrelevant, but it had been mentioned that Trudy was going to bring them clothes because they didn't want them to go back to the house. And like, instead of just bringing them like pajamas, she brought them like full-on new outfits that weren't their uniforms but weren't pajamas or even necessarily comfortable like she brought them their like casual everyday clothes and like the boys some of them look like they're comfortable like they have sweatpants and stuff but like Mara and Amber has a dress on Mara has on like a skirt like why has Lilith Trudy brought them do you think like Trudy like came like to them before like on like their lunch period to be like okay guys what do you need from the house like, how did she, like, know what to bring them? Yeah, I need a cute outfit. Yeah, because they said Trudy was going to bring their overnight things, which you would think would imply, like, maybe toothbrush, pajamas. Yeah. Which Trudy's always- And she's like, here's a whole outfit. Here's, like, a whole outfit, and not even a comfortable one. Like, how fun just walking around looking cute for no reason. Um, also, Trudy is Laura in this moment. <laughs> it's not from my kids. <laughs> which is like that whole part is probably as pg-13 as season one gets like the reference to prom night <laughs> like oh my god maybe it is a teen show <laughs> Nick and Mara wanting to sleep near each other oh. Alfie and Mick apparently ordered a whole bunch of food which is very on brand <laughs> they like, that is they ordered the whole menu love I that love that for them I'd be hyped if I was getting free takeout. Like, I don't yeah, blame them. They heard they were getting free takeout and were taking advantage of it. They're like, heck yeah. We are going to talk about it later, but I just want to know how they managed to get, like, they they didn't pick one place to order from. We'll talk about it later. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> where they're trying to help Elfie flip the cot. Nina and Fabian sneak out to try to go back to the house. They're stopped by Mr. Sweet. They say they're going to place the food order. And Mr. Sweet says they can use the phone in his office. I just said they tried. <laughs> Back at the house, Victor's getting ready to search the house. He told Corvier they had the house to themselves. Well, <laughs> 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 so romantic. 
Trudy shows up in the background like, it's not prom night. All right. Nina has ordered food, and Mr. Sweet tells her to return to the temporary base and stay there. They leave the office, and Nina says she has a plan. Oh. So, Nina called the food place while she was in Mr. Sweet's office because they got caught, but in the scene before this, she gave the list of everyone's orders to Trudy. So, did Nina just, like, call the food place and, like, order without the list? Did she know the list off the top of her head? Did she just wing it? Ordered Maybe if she and uh, Fabian were the ones that took it, maybe they, like, both, like, remembered everyone's order. Maybe. Like, maybe, like, I mean, obviously, like, Mick and Elfie probably were the only ones that got, like, copious amounts of food. So maybe, like, they just were able to remember everyone else's order. Maybe. Or, like, maybe everyone got something similar. Because, like, it looks like they got pizza, which is, like, fair. Maybe they were like, we're going to order three cheese pizzas. But they all mm. got Chinese food, and like, did everyone? <laughs> they remembered everyone's Chinese food orders. I'm impressed. I mean, yeah, that's pretty extensive. I have a hard time remembering my parents' Chinese orders, food orders. So, well, my mom, my dad orders the same thing every time. So I make my mom text me her order. Victor is searching what I believe is Mick and Fabian's room, and he finds some sketches. Where was it, Jerome and Alfie's? I thought it was Mick and Fabian's room because they were different sketches than what Alfie had done. Like it looked like an extensive notebook. Didn't okay, yeah. Unless Fabian and... had Alfie draw the sketches again for him, or something. Oh, maybe I was just whoever did those sketches. I was like, maybe Fabian's a good drawer too. But once again, those sketches were like really, really good. <laughs> so like, these kids are artists. Nina tells Trudy they should order Mister Sweet food since he's working late. Trudy says they should ask him what he would want. Nina says he was upset when they had left before, and Fabian says he was very angry. Trudy says he doesn't believe that, and that he'll have to change his name. Trudy says she'll go ask him what he wants. Oh, wait, hold on, before we get into our actual bullet points. um, So maybe, like, Trudy had given her the list. Maybe Nina said, oh, hey, I'll go order the food. And then was like, oh, no, my phone doesn't work. And maybe, because, like, Trudy knew they left to order food. So maybe she had given the, we didn't see it, but maybe Trudy gave her the list back. Maybe, yeah. That checks out. It looks like Nina handed the list to Trudy, but maybe Trudy was like, okay, you can go order it to Nina after, like, Well, Trudy Nina said she had a plan, so maybe Tr- Nina was like, I'll go offer to order food while they're helping Elfie. Yeah. Because their whole cover story was that Nina and Fabian were trying to order food, but Nina's cell phone has no service. Maybe that was it. Maybe then, like, Nina was like, my phone isn't working in here. I'll go outside, or I'll go in the hallway to order food or whatever. How? Okay, like, that's very also, I feel, I mean, some places, I guess, still my phone gets no service, but it feels very, still, like, back in the day that Nina's phone had, like, no service in the school building. It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. I don't know. I remember my school, the walls were, like, made of cement, so we'd usually have, like, really crappy service in school. Bad service, but I wonder if, like, these days they have good service. Like, I feel like... Probably have Wi-Fi now. I mean, they had Wi-Fi at the house because we hear about that in season two. But I almost wonder if because the school's like got to be an older building, like if it's like, you know, how sometimes like thicker built buildings have like worse off service or what thicker built buildings is a weird word to phrase that. But concrete buildings have different, you know, Mm -hmm. So my high school straight up had like cell phone service blockers. So you really couldn't use your phone anywhere in the building except for in the auditorium. Like when I was at play rehearsal, I could use my phone because in the auditorium there was cell phone service. 
and like the Wi-Fi would work, but nowhere else in the building could you use your phone. So then they're just trying to prevent you from like using your phone. At so school. my school was like building new buildings when I was going, or building a new building when I was going there. Well, they weren't building a new building, but they just built the new building, and we were gonna build like basically build our school into like a like square. And so I knew in like okay. one of our L because we at the time our school was like an L shape, and I know one of the like parts of the shape, like I didn't get service, but like the other part I did. So mm, I don't know. Food for thought. Um, Enjoy our comments on cell phones. <laughs> Weird tangent of the week. <laughs> so uh, Patricia makes a face when Trudy says, uh, "Maybe Mr. Sweet will have to change his name." and I have many thoughts, none cohesive, just screams and petty. <laughs> I gotta take my petty moments where I can get them, and this is, this is, this is, gotta take them where I get them. I just wrote, I love Trudy. That, that was my only one with her. Um, when Trudy is gone, Nina, Fabian, and Patricia leave the drama room. Jerome whistles for Elfie and tells him to come here now. Amber tells Jerome that Elfie is not a dog. Elfie goes over to where Jerome is standing anyways. Jerome tells Elfie to find out what they're doing. Elfie tells Jerome that he isn't his dog, and Jerome says, if I tell you to jump, then you jump. Elfie tells him no, and Jerome, and that Jerome is clearly not his friend. And I said, look at Elfie standing up for himself. I said, go Elfie, tell him off, and Amber, call him out too. Yeah, this whole part was just, like, horrible. I was like, Jerome, please stop. The whole, like, if I say jump, then you jump. Like, oh my goodness. Like, you don't talk to your friend like that. You don't talk to anyone like that. Amber and Alfie with the sleeping bags is cute because they were like jumping in the sleeping bags, racing on the stage, and it was cute. <laughs> that part's like an iconic Amphie moment that always gets put in like their videos. I, I, and do, gift sets. I do love me some season one Amphie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nina locks Trudy and Mr. Sweet into the office. Patricia goes back to the drama room while Fabian and Nina go back to the house. Victor finds the elixir hidden in a water bottle. R.I.P. to the house, because Victor is <laughs> destroying it. He really did. Well, it, the house goes through worse later in the show. I know. <laughs> True. Trudy finds out she's stuck in Mr. Sweet's office, and she says something about, like, she calls him, like, Sweetie, and he, Mr. Sweet's like, what? And she goes, oh, it's just something to do with, like, the kids, because she does call them, like, Sweetie. <laughs> I want Trudy to call me Sweetie. And then, like, Mr. Sweet's like, he's like, excuse me? And that lives rent free in my mind. <laughs> Victor is up in the attic searching. Nina and Fabian are outside of the house discussing how the plan is for Mr. Sweet to call Victor about the office door. Nina wonders, what if they don't call? Fabian says, if they don't call, Fabian will do it for them. So when they're doing this conversation, the shot's, like, kind of wide on the house, but Nina and Fabian are, like, hiding behind this wall in front of the house. And, like, one day, if I ever get to go visit the house... Actually, I'm not even going to say it. If, when I get to go visit the house in England, I want to, like, recreate this picture and, like, crouch behind the wall and be like, look at the house. It's just, like, a just like a fun shot. It was really pretty. It was a really pretty shot. I just want to pretend I'm in Sabuna and, like, be like, Victor's coming. Behind the wall. All right, three of us. Uh, podcast trip. Yes, one day. When COVID's done, we'll all go to Liverpool. It'll be great. Um, and then... Uh, I make no promises that I won't cry the entire time. <laughs> um, also in this scene, Fabian's Mr. Sweet Pression. Wonderful. Fantastic. What can't Brad do? Victor, sweet. He changes his accent for Fabian. Like, 
Go, Brad. Nina is a hater on Phoebe's impressions, but I love them. She was oh, like, you need to work on your impressions. I'm like, where? I love his Mr. Sweet impression. I love your impression. Also, I know they literally said it in the scene, but it took me so long to realize they were waiting for Victor to like leave the house. I was just like, why are they standing outside? They're just about- <laughs> Victor accidentally knocks something over in the attic and discovers the hiding spot of the puzzle pieces on how the it's like boarded up and how it's hollow how so the wall is hollow and he then begins to attempt to smash through the hollow points Nina worries what's taking so long and Fabian says Victor is the only one with a master key oh yes this is what this was in response to who gave Victor this power that's true why does it, like, I imagine the other houses probably also have, like, Victors, you know? Why don't they have keys? Why do they have to call Victor? Why does Mr. Sweet not have a master key? That's the principal. I guess that wouldn't help him, though, if he's locked in yeah, there. Yeah, it wouldn't help him, but he, Victor's the only person with a master key, which means Mr. Sweet doesn't have one. None of the other caretakers of the other houses or whatever don't have one. I mean, Willow calls their, like, I don't know how other houses work. Because do they all have house mothers and, like, caretakers? Or do they, like, have, like, one who does both? Because Willow calls theirs the odd jobs, man. <laughs> I don't know. so many know. questions. Does the odd jobs man do what Trudy does? Like, does he also cook for them? Because <laughs> it kind of makes sense that, like, oh, wait, what is Victor's actual job? Trudy, like, is her house mother, like, she does their laundry. She cooks that for them. Like, she helps them if they, like, are upset or sick or whatever. Like, Trudy, like, basically, like, takes care of them. Like, she's basically, like, their, like, not their housekeeper, but, like. She's, like, the house mother. I guess Victor's, like, maintenance in a way. Victor? But it also sounds like Victor, because it sounds like Anubis' house is, like, the, like, he might also be, like, the entire school's, like, grounds, like, house, like, maintenance person because he had... The house, the fire alarm goes off in Anubis' house for, like, other places. Like, the alarms mm-hmm. trigger for other, like, the school and, like, stuff at Anubis' house. Which is- <laughs> I mean... I could see that, though. And then that would make sense why he's the only one with the master key if he's the only, like, odd jobs guy for all the houses. Yeah, like, because Victor works for every house and he just lives in Anubis' house. If I live in Anubis' house, it means he sleeps in his office. <laughs> but, like, the other thing is, again, because Willow did refer to, like, them having, like, an odd jobs man. So maybe Victor, maybe there's, like, another, like, uh, like, I don't, uh, I but, don't like, know. Do they have a house mother at the other houses? Do you think they would? They're not just feeding themselves. Yeah. Um, Unless the odd jobs man, like, cooks and cleans and does all the stuff to <laughs> Maybe, maybe Willow, maybe Isis house has a house father instead of a house mother. I mean, that could work, yeah. It also seems okay. weird that every house would have, like, two like adults in charge unless they like have to have like a guy for like the male hall or dorm or whatever and then like a female for also i'm gonna go i want to i don't know how to make this tangent but it looks like the school is like two levels so do you think there's like also like dorms like upstairs or is it all classrooms i would assume classrooms yeah i'd assume classrooms like maybe upstairs is where like the lower school is or something oh yeah because they imply like they have There's middle schoolers. Younger, or like the seventh graders. <laughs> middle schoolers. Yeah, we're in England. I don't know why they call them middle schoolers. They just had to Americanize it for us. We don't understand. <laughs> I really think Americans are like really. I would much stupid. rather have had them call, call them like what years they are, so I'm not confused as to how old these kids are supposed to be, and if they're in like sixth form or whatever it's called, I can't remember right now. 
Um, anyways, Mr. Sweet says the door appears to be locked and goes to call Victor. Victor has just barely smashed through the wall and she says, oh yes, it's here. It's time for a word from our sponsor. Okay, and we are back. Victor has ignored Mr. Sweet's call and is continuing to try to smash the wall down. Back at the school, Trudy suggests Mr. Sweet tries calling Victor again. Trudy was so sassy here because Mr. Sweet's kind of getting aggressive with the door and she's just like, uh, perhaps Victor's key would be more effective. <laughs> I was just like, you tell him. Victor yells, go away, whoever you are at the ringing phone. Outside, Nina is worried about the pieces being found. Victor goes to answer the phone and then leaves to head to the school. Fabian says they have 10 minutes max before he before going inside. So the school is super close, so they're thinking Victor will get to the school, unlock the door, and get back to Anubis' house within 10 minutes. I was thinking about that, too. That doesn't seem like a lot of time. Uh, well, he's also Victor, and he wants to get the pieces, so... True, I guess they need to be, like, safe. Better safe than sorry. So they're probably, like, thinking he's gonna, like, aggressively speed walk, and Nina says that the elixir and the photos are gone, and then goes to, ch- goes to the attic to check on the puzzle pieces. At the school, Victor has unlocked Mr. Sweet's office and says if any and asks if any of the students have been in the office. Mr. Sweet tells him Fabian and Nina. Victor asks where the students are now and goes to check on them at the temporary base. Patricia stops him and says that the girls are being changed and that the boys have gone to the bathroom. Victor says that Trudy needs to check on what's happening and Victor says he'll check the toilets. <laughs> um, so is someone saying like I smell a rat and Trudy being like, Don't tell me we've got a rat <laughs> instead of mice. <laughs> I love her. Also, Patricia, you know how boys are always going to the bathroom in groups. <laughs> I love that. But hey, still a better liar than Nina. Yeah. Honestly, okay, she was she was flying with the girls getting changed, but she kind of stumbled a little bit there with the boys are oh in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she stumbled a little bit, but she like it was believable. It was just like of like a, like it was like the fact that she had to think about the lie for a minute that it was like yeah. girl. Like, like, I feel like she prepared, like, oh, Victor, you can't come in here. The girls are naked. Like, you can't come in here. <laughs> but she, like, I mean, she knew, well, should have known she would have had a, to have a reason why the boys aren't there. <laughs> the boys? All in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All of them together. <laughs> All together. Well, I mean, I guess they could just be brushing their teeth. Also, how are they supposed to shower? I guess they were only there for one night. No oh, true, yeah. I mean, no so it's implied the school is a gym. Maybe they all went to the to the gym to shower or something. That's true. At the house, Fabian and Nina have managed to grab the puzzle pieces. Fabian says they need to go back to the school. Victor's wonder. Victor wonders what's taking Trudy so long, and she pops out and says Amber is giving everyone facials. Mar and Amber are trying to give Mick a facial, and he is refusing. Victor asks where the others are, and he says they must have gone back to the house. In the hall, they run into Nina and Fabian, who are carrying in the food. Victor storms back to the house, and Mr. Sweet asks if they have the key to his office, to which they respond no. Fabian says it was lucky, lucky that they bumped into the delivery guy. Also, um, Alfie is in the Alfie has like the facial on, and I'm just like flashback slash flash forward to the mmm guacamole scene. <laughs> like I completely forgot about that and as soon as you said it. I was like, oh, oh that's like amazing. Also, not guacamole. <laughs> If you don't know what I'm talking about, in season three, there is a scene where they're all gathered like in the main like entry hallway because the, there's a fire alarm going off. And Joy comes down and she's got a face mask on and Alfie like sticks his finger in it and then licks it and goes, mm, guacamole. And I don't know why that like scene lives rent free in my it's mind. So cute. I love that. Because you know Joyfy Stan. That's why it lives <laughs> rent free in your mind. <laughs> Joyfy does live rent free in my mind. I, I also... not. <laughs> 
I wonder if because again we know they wrote in pods and like that disappeared right at the end of like one of their pods. So I'm like kind of mad about that one. They were like, um, we need Joy and Jerome to get together. Yeah, I mean that's Jeffy probably what happened. Way cuter, but fine. I mean, I like Joy. Joy would have been cute. I love Joy, so I was um. I would. Cool I appreciate Joy, but like, if you ask, if you told me I could have Joyfee instead, I would have taken it. I would have been very happy because Joy and Alfie are my two faves, so I would have loved. <laughs> that's true. It would have been a fun time. <laughs> Joy is the only person I'll ship with Alfie. That's not Piper or Amber in only season one. <laughs> <laughs> only season one, Amphi is <laughs> Piper. Joyfee season one, Amphi. I just did a ranking. <laughs> my hands, once again i talk with my hands too much to be a podcast i love it's it just, just new jersey things you. honestly it's a new jersey thing we talk with our hands and we interrupt each other it's just, just how new jersey works <laughs> okay they're both from new jersey and they're both sagittarius do you see why this podcast is chaotic <laughs> new jersey sagittarius <laughs> emily a wisconsin earth sign <laughs> Help. <laughs> help. So also, this scene just makes me want to have a sleepover with the Anubis kids. Look how much fun they're having. I want a face mask. I want to hang out. Amber and Barb were trying to put the mask on Nick and Mick saying he'll look like the Hulk and Albie being like, not Shrek. I love them. I love them. <laughs> the Anubis kids live rent free in my mind. They're so cute. I love like squad group scenes of House Anubis. It's my favorite thing about the show. <laughs> <laughs> me too also i said if i was one of these kids i would just tell the teachers that nina and fabian are probably making out they'd just be like i don't know they disappeared like who knows what's going on <laughs> i would have been kids i'm like uh... trudy would have been like trudy was gonna run on all that room so fast it's not prom night kids <laughs> it's prom night nina and fabian <laughs> <laughs> Alfie grab food while fabian and nina tell patricia what happened they say victor has some of their stuff but the pieces and cylinders are hidden. Fabian says he didn't hide the cylinders, but the box under his bed is Sarah's box. Fabian says he saw, thought Nina had the cylinders in her bag. Um, Fabian thinks they are still behind the panel. So did they order both pizza in Chinese food? I mean, I t- talked about this earlier, but this is my comment here. Yeah, they, they really went all out. So is it, So it was the same delivery person. So <laughs> they, what, uh, how, how does that work? I'm at the combination <laughs> pizza place and Chinese place. <laughs> I'm at the combination pizza hot and Panda Express. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I please? I might have to make a TikTok or TikTok with like. I don't know if they have Panda Express or Pizza Hut. In the, oh, I think they have Pizza Hut. But um, please note, I'm gonna bring back robot voice singing. Emily is coming back for a TikTok. I watched that green viral TikTok audio though. Alfie saying come to daddy I pretend I I don't even remember that so I must have just been like nope it's about the food I think it's about the I hope it's about the food (laughs) (laughs) we didn't bring back Kirby Alfie we have hungry Alfie a very consistent character (laughs) Victor is in the attic and he's going to investigate the panel he moves the picture of Sarah and starts digging around when the picture falls over, he sees something on the back of the painting. Why did you have to go die on me, Siri? Play my tears right 
Yeah. Oh, I was just going to go more into my Victor Sarah theory, but I was listening, I was watching, and now it feels like a hundred years ago, but we double recorded a couple episodes and blah, 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 blah. When I was watching the folklore sessions, which feels like a hundred years ago, because Taylor loves to just drop new albums on us as a surprise. Anyway, she was talking about how um, My Tears Ricochet, she feels like it's kind of about like those like enemies that like were once friends. And my brain immediately goes, Victor and Sarah, and now I can't unsee, I can't unhear, I can't unthink. Um, 100%. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh my god, you're right. As a Victor Sarah song. Victor calls Mr. Sweet. Victor doesn't think the kids went back to the house, but he isn't sure. Victor says he didn't find the ink pieces and thinks they are hidden somewhere outside the house. Victor is listening to the cylinders, and he mentioned that Sarah thinks her parents were killed by Victor's dad. And I said, when I was taking my notes, was, I split up the episode into like five minute chunks. And yesterday when I was t- finishing my notes, um, I hadn't eaten anything yet. And I was like, real wanted that pizza. That pizza looks good. <laughs> the kids are sleeping that night. And Alfie's caught ribs. <laughs> Trudy tells him to sleep on the floor. <laughs> okay, first of all, they like pan over all the kids sleeping. Mick sleeping is so cute. I don't, just, I just need to put that out there. Um, also, when Alfie rips through the cot, Mick like wakes up and is like, not again. Again? When Mick Alfie has ripped through his cot twice? What? Like when did this happen? How is he ripping through these cot that cot? They're supposed to be like super durable too. Like Alfie's really like, you know, if I had a nickel for every time I ripped through my cot, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. The next day, the kids go back to the house and are shocked by the state of their room. Tomorrow says she's going to talk to Mr. Sweet. Patricia says she feels bad. They can't tell Mara or the real reason. Nina says it's safer and that they're all in real danger. Nina says they have no proof the adults are doing something and they have no safe place to hide the puzzle pieces. Nina says they're going to have a meeting at lunch. Let Mara in Sabuna. Yes. Say it louder. <laughs> Uh, just that Amber's whole they know we know that they know that we know (laughs) (laughs) Mara's at the school talking to Mr. Sweet and Mrs. Andrews about what happened to the house she says the school needs to be responsible for the damages Mrs. Andrews says the school will pay for it Mrs. Andrews says they need to speak to Victor I am a Mrs. Andrews stan thank you for being the only one to care about these kids (laughs) honestly Sabuna is meeting in the woods. The puzzle pieces are laid out in front of them and that they want to divide them out between the group for safety. Nina says they need to carry them everywhere and guard them with their lives. (laughs) When Alfie picks his, he's like, it's an awkward shape like me. (laughs) It is an Alfie with a heart. I love it. If we didn't know that already. (laughs) Alfie is a good, he's a good boy. Most of the time. Most of the time. We love him. We love him. Back at Amber is telling Mara she's brilliant at school rep and Amber thinks Mara should get the teachers to agree to an end of term prom. This scene just made me happy because I think Amber and Mara are finally friends again and I'm just glad happy to see them be friends again. This is it. I don't think they ever talk again though. (laughs) (laughs) You're just true. (laughs) I think they kind of talk. No, they kind of talk in the finale because Amber is trying to teach Mick how to dance because he sucks at dancing. (laughs) Drum spots Elfie putting the puzzle piece back into his bag. Jerome grabs the piece and shoves it into his own bag and says he's going to give it to Rufus. Um, Jerome, why are you still the worst? I just was so frustrated in this scene. I know Alfie, like, kind of tried to lunge for it a little bit. I would have full-on, like, attacked Jerome, I'm pretty sure. Like, I would have punched him and been like, give me my piece back. Tackled him to the ground. Like, you are not giving this piece to Rufus. <laughs> Once again, I can F Jerome. 
<sighs> so the, um, on that fun we still hate Jerome this week tangent um, that concludes the episode and it is time to so sign a brain cell of the week um, I'm kind of thinking Fabian yeah I feel like that's right yeah and then for ship of the week I said Fabina because they're kind of the only ship that really gets screen time yeah yeah there wasn't really unless we want to count the prom night line for Makara but we barely see them this episode so <laughs> So first, something fun. I keep trying to get them to play this game called Three Sentences that I discovered from another podcast, and I don't know. Do we want to try it? We can try it. Let's try it. We'd have to pick a character. Which character do we want to describe? Pull out the mug. Pull out the ship it or rip it. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you also, like, explain the rules? Okay. Yeah. Again. Also for the listeners, too. So, hello. We are going to try something new that I found from a Degrassi podcast I've been listening to called Cuckoo Bananas. Basically, we're going to pick a character. And we're going to basically describe their entire arc over all three seasons in three sentences, periods included. This is going to be hard. I'll go first because I'm the one who decided we needed to, we needed more games. And I was like, perfect. This is a good one. All right. Emily, you got Fabian. Fabian. Okay. Fabian is a boy genius. Period. <laughs> Fabian gets his heart broken by Nina. Period. Fabian is tragically not the valedictorian, even though he saves the world twice or more than twice. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I love Tell me why my brain went instantly to the quest was long and difficult. We sought treasure. <laughs> the treasure was you. <laughs> Damn, I love Fabian is a poet. <laughs> and he didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Laura got Willow. Hmm. Okay. So she only exists for one season. Um Willow really wanted to move to Anubis' house, period. Willow finally got to move uh, move to Anubis' house and become friends with all of them and made out with Jerome, period. <laughs> Willow uh, gets hurt by Jerome, executes revenge plot on him, ends up dating Alfie and helps save the world but forgets about it, period. <laughs> Wow, so much in one season for Willow. <laughs> I got Amber. Okay. Oh, this is going to be sad. Okay. Amber Millington wanted to be included in the mysterious activities her new roommate was participating in and decided to form a secret society called Sabuna. Period. Amber deals with heartbreak and ends up bonding with Alfie and learning she is smarter than she thinks while solving mysteries with her new pals in Sabuna, period. Amber discovers her new dream of going to fashion school and must choose between her life in England and a new life in New York and decides to leave to follow her dreams in New York, period. Sad. Emily gets Alfie. Laura's like, it's on site. I love him. No, I love him. Alfie Lewis is... I was not a funny man. <laughs> not funny man. It's true. Alfie Lewis is a jokester who loves Amber, period. He, Alfie almost dies because of Sabuna's uh, ignorance. <laughs> but doesn't. I don't period. know. I don't know. Alfie is one of the three 
remaining Sabuna members left when the show ends. Period. Alfie's <laughs> iconic. <laughs> Laura's like, I wanted him. Multi-talent. Laura's like, you didn't even mention Piper. <laughs> Alfie, uh, best friend of Patricia also flirts with her twin. <laughs> Alright, let's see what Laura gets. Go Laura's gonna get out of here. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> yeah. Revenge of you getting out. Oh no, Laura gets Jerome. Oh, no. <laughs> Drag him. So fun. Drag him so I'm gonna fight Jerome. Oh, okay, I'll try to think. Jerome does have good backstory. I'm <laughs> just being a bitch. Please be a bitch. I think it's funny. <laughs> okay, Jerome. Um. Okay, I'll do one sentence for each of them, so they're gonna be one or one sentences. Jerome has a crush on Mara, but gets rejected when she gets back to together with Mick, leading him. To him feeling rejected when Alfie starts hanging out with Sabuna instead of him. Try- and bleeding to him, which leads to him um, trying to get involved in the mystery, but getting mixed up in some bad things with Rufus. Period. <laughs> Jerome finds out that his dad is in prison and tries to get more information on his dad by once again getting involved with Rufus like an idiot. He... Uh, and he and his sister get involved. Wait, <laughs> I'm really trying to say it in one sentence. Um, okay, so sentence number two is Jerome finds out that his dad is in prison, and he and his sister try to find out more information about his dad, leading to Jerome once again getting involved with Rufus like an idiot. Period. <laughs> Jerome. Starts dating Mara, but then proceeds to cheat on her with Willow, leading to Mara trying to enact revenge on him, and him ending up dating Joy. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerome really just had, like, a relationship plot in two and three, didn't he? Relationship drama and getting involved with Rufus. <laughs> relationship drama, drama with his dad and Rufus once again. Alright, who am I gonna get? Alright. I got... Oh, well, I got Emily. That doesn't... That's not gonna work. Please describe me. Please describe Emily. (laughs) It's like, here's how Emily felt about the seasons. No, who like... um, Oh, I got Eddie. Okay. Some fights. Okay. What happens to Eddie? Okay. Alright, Eddie arrives to Creepy Towers and is pretty skeptical about being there and is sassy to everyone including his dad which he does not want to know or he does not want everyone to know is the headmaster of the school eddie meets patricia and figures out that he likes to bicker with her and then eventually realizes he likes her and then they get together at the same time as he learns that he is the osirian in this weird egyptian mystery out of nowhere Period. (laughs) Eddie returns to school after his girlfriend Patricia dumps him and gets deeper into this mystery when former Sabuna leader slash his secret lover, um, Mina, cannot return to the school. (laughs) That's canon. And he has to save the world with the help of Sabuna and his new friend KT. Meanwhile, figure out how to get his girlfriend back, which he is successful in all of the things, period. (laughs) 
we'll see y'all next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, follow us on our social medias, which I never write down. You never remember. Um, Anubis Podcast on Twitter. Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram. Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok. And we'll see y'all later. Saboo-boo. Saboo-boo. <laughs> so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone?